Autobots Transform. Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today, uh, you know what? Fuck it. We talked about it enough in uh, season one of Transformers Prime. We're doing pole position. And today's adventure, The Code. This episode, in fact, the entire series, was directed by Bernard Delayes. I screwed that one up. And we don't know who wrote this episode. There were five writers listed. uh, Mark Scott, Zikri, Ted Peterson, Robbie Gorin... Michael Michael Reeves and Chuck Lore. Yeah. <laughs> so Robbie Gordon wrote for He-Man, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he also wrote the episode Double Dinobot. So we have a little bit of a crossover there. Okay. Uh, Michael there Reeves wrote the movie Batman: Mask of the Phantasm, the best Batman movie there is. <laughs> uh, Mark Scott Zerky, Zerky, Cersei. Uh, he wrote for uh, He-Man and Star Trek: The TNG and DS9. Ted Peterson wrote for Batman the Animated Series and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is the uh, the 90s series of the Turtles. Yeah. And Chuck Lore created the fucking Big Bang Theory and Two and a Half Men. He's like the yeah. king of the sitcom. It's amazing that he started here. Yeah, they, because you all got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and speaking of starting, this is one of those great shows from the 80s that in the opening credits, it explains the entire premise of the show. From now on, like your parents were are the secret force of pole position. The, the intro kind of reminded me a bit of F-Zero. Remember that Super Nintendo game in the early 90s? Like, oh, even man. the music just kind of reminds me of F-Zero. Like, I know you were a Genesis guy. But, uh, but when we're when the show actually starts, we're at a racetrack uh, with two drivers. Um, yeah. Well, it turns out to be a bit of a stunt show, but there's a male and a female driver, and they're getting ready to race, and there's a little girl on the side. But, like, we don't get anybody's name until yeah. this little girl says, hey, uh, like, go, roadie, go, wheels. And then there's a weird little cat like monkey stunt. <laughs> snarf thing yes it's got binoculars like the fucking cat is holding up binoculars watching the the race is it a cat though because it like screeches like a howler monkey (laughs) anyway it it screeches at the girl and she goes oh yeah yeah i mean uh go tess and go dan and that it turns out those are the drivers tess and dan okay could have called them something. Yeah. And then we go up to two suspicious-looking men in the crowd. Dun, dun, dun. You notice the guy with the brown hair kind of looks a bit like Justin Trudeau? I do now that you <laughs> mentioned it. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's, that's what I saw. But, yeah, they're, they're kind of nod to each other, and uh, the, the guy with the dark hair gets up. Yeah. So we go back to the drivers something. who are in the cars, and they're racing now. And Dan is – he's talking to his car, who's Rody, and – I, Dan, Dan is more fucking useless than Spike. <laughs> well, he's just kind of sitting there with one arm behind his head. Like, he looks bored. The car's doing all the fucking work, I guess. I know. Like, how, why, why did, like, the car should kick him out. <laughs> In fact, as this show goes on, I keep wondering, why do they need humans? But they do. Oh, it's also worth noting, this show came out, like, two years after Knight Rider. So, a lot of similarities. Yep, yep. But, Cars uh, talk to them. Yeah, and speaking of talking, the girl tess is talking to her car wheels and wheels is like they're about to they're doing jumps and they're weaving it's a big stunt show in front of a giant stadium it's kind of hard to hear what they're saying it is too over like the music in this show is really loud it really is oh and we should also note that we watched this on youtube we so you know (laughs) we we did not pay for this show but uh (laughs) the wheels is worried about his hydrofoil isn't really working well because they're about to go into water and i just kept thinking you didn't check this before the race (laughs) <laughs> you might might want to, you know, 
pack that or make sure it's, uh, you know, that works before you go into a race that involves water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Dan isn't paying attention to any of this. No. And she uh, tells him, like, Dan, you haven't activated your hydrofoil. And they both land in the water. And she goes, she's off. Like, her, hers works. But he starts to sink. And he doesn't just start to sink. He, like, freaks out, climbs up on the chair. He's like, Rody or, uh, yeah, Rody. Rody, help me. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the There's f- a mouse or a yeah, spider on the, the floor of the, the car, and he's trying to get away from it. Anyway, they, they do, they have a race, and it, it just cuts back and forth uh, between their race and other stuff happening. And the other stuff is uh, this Justin Trudeau looking mask who's, you know, getting involved in things. And a Dr. Zachary who calls in with a level three emergency. Yeah, it's a level three emergency, and. Uh, Dan just tells his uh, the computer he had to take a message, and then yeah. her, her computer tells her the same thing, and she answers the phone, and uh, she'll contact him when the show is over, you know, because priorities, level three emergency, or finish a stunt race, but, like, yeah, really? the computer's like, we almost never go to level three, but you better finish this show. I'm like, okay, fine. And, and then on the continuing story of Dan's a useless piece of shit, they go into <laughs> something called the super tube, and he's like, don't worry, Rody, I got this. And then as yeah, he's gonna do it soon as something bad starts happening, he's like, I don't got it, I don't got it, Rody, you do it. Like, fuck this guy. I really don't like Dan. <laughs> and the car sprouts wings, and away it goes, and they they cross the finish line at the exact same time, and the crowd cheers, and the little girl with the cat congratulates Wheels and Rody, and justifiably so because Tess might have done a bit, but Dan's a Dan's as useless as tits on a bull. <laughs> the the two guys from the audience they talk, and and there's a there's there's Justin Trudeau and there's Blondie, and this show is really bad at backstory. Aside from those opening <laughs> credits, like they don't tell us anything that's going on. Nope. And these two insist that they're going to steal stuff and it'll be easier than taking candy from a baby. Yep. And the, the two racers pull into the pit stop or whatever this is. And the little girl and the cat thing greet them. And uh, she's going to be a racer just like him or them someday, just like mom and dad were. So, okay. So I guess their family, we, we find out that eventually, but yeah, they, they take a while to get there. So Dan and Tess go into the back of this semi-truck to talk to Dr. Zachary. Mm. And um, this is when she's going in. This is when Justin Trudeau comes up but introduces himself as uh, Greg Dumont. Greg Dumont. And she asks her out for dinner. And she's like, oh, that's so great and sweet of you. But no. She's like, <laughs> Greg Dumont. And, and <laughs> she's really surprised and impressed to see him. And they don't explain why until the end of the fucking episode. Pretty much. But yeah, she kind of blows him off. and. They go into the well, trailer. Well, she doesn't blow them the... off. They're going to set up a date for a, a later time. Oh, okay. Anyway, this uh, Zachary guy, who we find out, I don't know if we find out in this episode, but it's their uncle. Mm-hmm. We eventually find out in the show. Uh, he tells them that someone has stolen their car's command codes, and uh, they have to change the command codes in both cars to Red 9. That, that's a gun in Resident Evil 4. So It's also there's... a really easily hackable code. Yeah. That's like past characters. Yeah. <laughs> While that's happening, uh, Greg Dumont it has like a stethoscope yes. <laughs> to the side of the trailer, and he overhears Red 9. And meanwhile, the little girl, I guess her name is Daisy, uh, tells the cars that it's time for a break and uh, takes the... I guess they call them modules, the yeah. wheels out of the car. So, and then the cat monkey thing jumps up on Rody and he's complaining, oh, it's ruining my wax job. And the modules are like just computer terminals with a digital face on them. Pretty much, yeah. It just looks like a little black and white TV more than anything. So uh, we go to Dan. Um, oh, Tess comes by and she has to take the modules to, uh, you know, up, update them. But we go to Dan working on one of the cars and then like Blondie is just standing behind him, not saying anything. And Tess comes in and Dan's like, Who's this guy checking out my ass? And she's like, what guy? And he turns around, he's not there anymore. 
Uh, yeah, she tells him, like, eh, don't worry, the command code's been changed, and uh, I have a date with Greg Dumont, and he's like, Greg Dumont? <laughs> and then this scene, I was like, oh my god, are we really doing this? The the little girl is playing family yeah. with the, the two <laughs> Such modules, kids do that. And she's got them on, like, I don't know, broom handles or something with a dress in one of them and a suit in the other. Yeah. And Wheels is going to be mommy, and, and she <laughs> she puts a blonde wig over it and is like... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, fine. It's but da- Dan shows up and he's like, bedtime, uh, Daisy. I keep wanting to call her Rosie for some reason, but de- bedtime, Daisy. And she's like, okay, and whispers to the modules, I'm going to see you later. And then she goes to bed. But <laughs> when, when uh, Tess um, goes off on her date and then um, Daisy sneaks into, I guess, the, the cars, which are parked on top of each other, like on a rack of some kind yeah. in the tra- in the semi-trailer. And she sneaks into Wheels yeah, or Roadie? Uh, it's Wheels. And yeah, and she just goes to sleep in the back seat, Which is not going to be comfortable, but she's a kid. They they heal quick. Uh, so <laughs> Their bones bend. <laughs> yeah. So Tess gets back from her date with Greg Dumont. Greg Dumont. And yeah, uh, he's just time. Yeah. She turns around and says, thanks. I had a great. And he's gone. Yeah, see ya. And uh, outside, Greg is walking with the blonde guy, and now we find out his name is Vance, and Greg's going to steal one of the cars. They'll chase him in the other one, and then Vance will have both cars and both modules, and he'll finally defeat pole position. Uh, For reasons. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So so Greg DeMont gets in wheels, and... um, Oh, oh, sorry. Dan spies on them. He hears all of that. And he tells Tess. And this is that classic thing from the 80s where somebody says, hey, here's a real legit problem I just witnessed. And the other person goes, you're being silly. <laughs> yes. And he's like, well, I think something's fishy here. <laughs> <laughs> and something is fishy because Greg Dumont, Greg Dumont, then gets <laughs> into wheels and uh, drives away. And Daisy wakes up and asks, hey, what's going on? Wheels like, oh, there's nothing I can do, Daisy. He knows my command codes. <laughs> Even though he knows something is wrong, like yeah. they, they didn't build any fail safe in here. I or know. Something is wrong. The car can just shut off. Uh, anyway. Conveniently, though, Rody follows wheels and uh, calls Dan and Tess and says, hey, they've got Daisy. Um, and so Dan and Tess get into Rody and they start following Greg DeMont. And Blondie is, or what, Vance? Vance yeah. the Dance is watching all of this. And then he looks up at a helicopter in commercial break. And meanwhile, in wheels, Daisy asks whether Greg is a bad guy. And uh, he says, it's a matter of opinion. And she thinks he is. And, and so does wheels. At this point, <laughs> I like Daisy because she's like, well, my opinion is that you're a bad guy. So uh. <laughs> yeah, she sticks her tongue out at him. Yeah. And then, then the computer sticks his tongue out, too. Like it doesn't come <laughs> yeah. out of the screen, but it, it just shows the graphic of it. So Rody catches up to wheels. Uh, and I say Rody catches up to wheels because the humans aren't driving. This this is all the cars. And they have to go off road for a bit to catch him, but they do catch him. And then Dan. Did you see when they, when uh, Rody goes off road, Wheels is maybe six feet in front of them, but they're going off road to try and catch him. It's like, what? I know. They, these <laughs> are cars right. that have, that fly and have jet packs. It's like, turn on the nitrous dipshit, but they don't. They do catch him though. And then when they're beside him, Dan is like, I'm going to get out of the car and jump on. Like, trust me. So he gets on the roof of the car to go jump. <laughs> yes. This fucking idiot. And then uh, they, they notice there's a branch up ahead, so he has to duck, and he falls back into the car. So that yeah. was pointless. Greg sees him do all this, and he tells Daisy, like, your brother's crazy. And she says, yeah, it runs in the family. It's like, so, okay. again, that's that's a good little line. I like, I think I like Daisy. She's a smart-ass kid without being annoying. Yeah, well, at least for one episode. Yeah. 
Greg Dumont pulls up like up ahead in the road. He pulls over because for some reason now Dan and Tess haven't caught up with him. And, yes. and he just kind of kicks Daisy out. And yeah, then it's he like calls, a little picnic park. There's yeah, picnic calls Dan there. and Tess and says, hey, I, I left Daisy on the side of the road. And uh, that's when uh, Vince, Vance, well, fuck whatever his name is, Blondie, um, <laughs> he's in the helicopter with a pilot. And he's like, hey, pull, you know, land over there. Yeah, he's listening in and they, they land. And uh, Rhodey picks up an unidentified aircraft. Like, it's a helicopter and it's within sight. Like you, you can see this thing. Like you, you can identify this. This is. <laughs> and and uh, Rhodey and Dan and Tess get to that park or picnic area just as Vance uh, grabs Daisy and pulls her into the helicopter and takes off. Yep. No hearing protection for him or the girl. So there's that. But uh, Dan runs and grabs onto one of the, the runners on the helicopter. So this thing's flying away with him hanging on. Yeah. Cause he's an idiot. <laughs> then uh, eventually, Oh, no, he stays on for a while, but Blondie tells Greg Dumont, Greg Dumont, <laughs> that he has Daisy. And Greg gets, like, He's like uh, pissy at that. Greg just basically tells Vance, slow down the car chasing him. Don't disable it, but just make it look good. I'm like, what? What? But, uh, yeah, like, it, uh, the cat's out of the bag. They know you stole the car. Yeah, it's like, so anyway, this helicopter rams a moving car, and I don't think that's what would happen to a small helicopter hitting... A car moving at high speed. Either way, it, it happens. It's like a stunt car that's got to be reinforced. Yeah, and Dan falls from the helicopter back into the car. Okay, so. There was also a bit there where, like, the car had to, there was a semi coming down this. They're on, like, a, a cliff road, you know. Yeah, because, of course, they are. Rock wall on one side, cliff on the other. And they, like, do a barrel roll up the cliff wall around the truck. This show tries to do cool stunts, but they all just come off forced and lame. I'm so glad we're not doing this whole fucking series. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, my God. But uh, Rhodey isn't sure if he can keep a fix on wheels in the city. And here it is. That's the typical grass, 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 skyscraper city. Like, there's just absolutely nothing until it's downtown. <laughs> so you said that this was, I didn't see the sign, but apparently this is Sierra City. I think they they call it Sierra City. It's Or they mention a Sierra City at some point. This is where they made Quest for Glory and Police Quest and, ah, and Space Quest. But from the, the skyline, going back to that generic city, it looks like New York. Because you yeah, can see the World Trade Centers. You can see the Chrysler Building. When they get into Sierra City, it looks like San Francisco because there's hills and trolley yeah, cars. And street cars. And yeah. yeah. So uh, they cha- they go in, they drive into the subway system. Yes. They get they're into like the They're like weaving tunnels. in around the, the posts. <laughs> yeah. They get into the tunnels and they're driving along and a train starts coming at them. Yeah. The uh, wheels tells them it's a large missile-like object. <laughs> he doesn't know what a train is. So Greg flies up onto the platform and <laughs> flies through a poster of like a pig or some animal and then another one drops down behind them it's like it's it's not even a wall that comes out it's just another poster like do they just have a infinite supply of these things every time you fly through it like, this show does that thing in the 80s where there's like somebody has built all these passageways and tunnels i remember in spider-man and his amazing friends they had like a button they could push that turned their entire apartment into a like a scientific lab yeah, and the tables I, just I, flip I, over like, and it's got all the equipment built on this? It. yeah who built it well, who got the it's, it's just the infrastructure does not make sense but they um th- this is another stupid dan moment where <laughs> he's like oh my god there's a train coming and do something roadie and roadie has to take over again so dan <laughs> yeah. should be written out in episode two but, uh, uh, meanwhile, at the Technodrome, at least that's what I thought this looked like, Vance has Daisy in front of this huge computer monitor. Oh, it's like three stories tall. Yeah. and uh, Bigger than an IMAX. Greg drives wheels right into the room, and then Dan and Tess show up, and Rhodey 
Oh, yeah, because Rhodey says, just go through the poster. Okay, and they do. And, and uh, yeah, they get there. And then there's this big standoff where Vance, he, he plugs the, he gets Greg to hand him the, the modules and he hooks them up to his computer. Yeah. Then he opens like a part of the floor so that Dan and Tess and Greg can't get to him and Daisy, who he's holding hostage. Yeah, because he knows Greg is a pole position agent. Like, what? And that would have been very nice to know at the very beginning of this fucking episode, you assholes! <laughs> But this is where it gets really fucking weird because Uncle Zach, whatever his name is, comes on the screen like this huge monitor and tells Vance that he's going to wipe his computers. And Dan figures it out that uh, Greg, is, oh, you're just a great actor. And uh, by the way, <laughs> the guy tells him the computer's going to explode in 60 seconds. It's like, yeah, you should run for it. Yeah. OK, so so uh, Vance runs for it. And as Dr. Zachary's like, don't worry about him. I already sent the cops. Oh, that's convenient. <laughs> Like, you know what would have been nice, Uncle Zach, is if in this chase you had just called Dan and Tess and said, hey, you know what? I have this all under control. Don't worry about it. Yeah, the the cops will be there when you get there. Yeah. Don't put yourself in risk, Dan, you dumb fuck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they so the the dan and tess and greg they grab the computer modules they grab uh not rosie daisy and they run out and then vance runs outside and boom there's the cops yep. they look like mall security guards though <laughs> yes they escape and it just shows vance coming out of this random door of a random building and two cops are just right there and they just grab him so we go back like everything's done there everybody's driving home uh dan and Te- uh dan and daisy are in one car in roadie and then tess and um greg dumont greg dumont are in uh wheels and he's saying hey you know i really did like you even though i'm probably old enough to be your dad uh and your uncle set us up what the fuck yes and daisy's like in the car behind them like oh yuck they're gonna kiss and dan thinks that's hilarious and then yeah he like he i don't know that almost looked like he was smiling like yeah make up with my sister and so then they stop at a red light and then the light turns green so dan and um Daisy drive away and then Tess and uh, Greg Dumont Greg Dumont just make out in their car at a green fucking light and predictably everyone behind them is honking their horns so this was the plan send a good looking guy in to hit on a woman so he can steal her high tech car okay fine steal the car and find out her kid's sister's in the back seat. Whoa, that's a complication, but he ditches the kid as soon as he can, so there's that. Then, uh, Big Brother and Sis come chasing after their car and their sister and chase down the bandits and get to the bus, and then their uncle, who planned this entire thing, comes on the computer screen and says, ha ha ha, it's all been a trick, Greg was on our side the whole time, and you all have a minute to live. Like, everyone skedaddles and the evildoer's computer is destroyed and testing the guy... Her uncle sent to hit on her make out in traffic. Like, what the hell kind of plan was that? Like, wouldn't it have been a whole lot easier and safer if Greg just said, hey, I'm on your team, got a lead on this Vance guy. Let me pretend to steal one of the cars. You make like you're chasing me in the other. Leave the kid and the cat thing at home. We go in, blow this fucker's computer apart, and how about dinner after that? Nah, it'll be easy. This guy's computer's made it a dynamite, and there isn't a single grounded light socket in the entire building. Not a fucking thing is up to code in there. Even the tabs are backwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Well, here we are at the end of another episode of Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show, reviewing a series that I promise you we will never do again. <laughs> if you want to see something that you should never see again, you can find Paul and I on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. He is at P. McPherson one Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know, tell them not to waste their time watching this stupid fucking show. <laughs> you can tell them that we're going to do Orion Pax Part 1 when we come back. You can also tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Craig Dumont?